0: live life the edge corp way punch the clock keep your head down collect your pay this is the day to day reality of working stiffs in a rough galaxy but when the crew of the cargo freighter calamity fails to catch break after break their lives are turned upside down bad cargo spiraling debt, and a woman's life on the line all with the golden league crime syndicate breathing down their necks it's no surprise that these blue collar folks get desperate enough to take any job can't let danger or moral compromises get in the way of their bonus checks. So goes life far beyond the stars.
1: Abby, thank you so much for bringing us all the way to the end of season one.
0: You're welcome. Thank you, Heidi.
2: (laughs) I can't believe we're all still alive. Oh, gosh. I know. Although that last episode was a bit of a doozy. I I was was on the fence going, okay, I'm really new in with Miss Fanny if she goes. I do have a good backup character, which, you know, me, I rarely do. But also (laughs) it it was, (laughs) oh, I know I have a backup character, but... She's so sweet. She's got, there's plenty of gas left in that old gal. Absolutely.
0: I would, it would definitely, it, it would hurt, it would hurt my heart if any of you had actually died. Fortunately, I think the marooned one is the only enemy you haven't just driven over
3: <laughs> or away from so,
0: or away from this season.
4: So, yeah, and see what happens. I'm not surprised you, you, you my made chest it to the open. End. <laughs> oh the space worms we, it looks like we need to use Bessie yeah. more often is what, is what that proved to me
5: Bessie will be a season regular in season two
3: mm-hmm.
4: yes now is Bessie like JJ the jet plane where the face is, is big and coming out the front yes or more of like a car's situation okay yes to the first one got it oh I was
1: thinking more like a Knight Rider
4: oh
0: markham
2: good choice
0: heading into our season one finale how is everybody feeling i know we sort of did like a character check-in at the beginning of last episode but we can do we can do just a a very brief one again how do you feel about coming up on the end of season one of this experience and what do you think is going to happen i want to get predictions
5: fiery
1: space wreck
2: Hmm. oh god that would suck
1: obviously we're going to a funeral you have to have to deal with that i think we're gonna get fired <laughs> that's my <laughs> prediction is edgecore fires us and tries to repossess oh. our ship
0: okay a funeral and a firing yeah and uh, a space explosion those are our predictions so far
1: i'm not, I'm not okay with getting fired You know, I want to quit. I don't want to get fired. Dang
5: it. (laughs) (laughs) I, myself, is trying to figure out how Friday would react to his mom's death. And, you know, as established, he is a chaotic good person who has had to be lawful good because he was protecting his family. And that forced him to be have to be a certain way that he wasn't, that is not necessarily his nature. So, I have been spending a lot of time trying to figure out... What that means. I don't know what's going to happen. So it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts to that. Okay. I'm going to play it as it lies, so to speak.
2: What about you, Angel? Aaron gets a gigantic mech and just goes on a (laughs) vengeance streak. Something along the lines of a big old plot twist of that nature. Oh, my God. Excuse me while I type out
0: Angel's notes because... Saren getting a giant mech is way better than what I had
2: planned. I want us all to have mechs.
1: Saren's going to get a mech at level
5: seven. Uh,
1: Sort of.
2: Or level three. Wink, wink.
1: (laughs)
5: So I think what this means is we go yada, yada, we're level seven. And then we just
0: continue forward from there. That's the plot twist is yada, yada, I'm bored with you being level two. Things happened. You're level seven now. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're halfway through the AP. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine.
0: (laughs) Jess, how you feeling about the the past 13 episodes and where you where you think this roller coaster goes?
4: I don't know. It's been a real whirlwind. Like everything happened a lot for a long time. Like <laughs> initially it was a little bit slow, like not slow it was a little bit slower than yeah. w- what it has been for the past several episodes cuz we were you know traveling through the drift we were talking to people picking up our cargo and all that stuff just but space trucking. now yeah it, we've just been it's been go 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 combat People knowing who I am and seeing through my disguises and running from like discovering that the GL is probably maybe on our tails who knows
5: the Green Lanterns.
4: Yeah, oh, the crap. Green Lantern. The Green Lanterns um, are totally on your tail. <laughs> that's the big plot twist: is that I'm actually a Green Lantern, and oh my
3: God. I left, oh,
4: and they're coming back to collect me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're worried about their family. They're worried about their new friends. They're worried about so many things at once. It's starting to become. Just, I can't, I can't pre-think anything. It's moment to moment. I can't, you know, plan for these things because so much, there, there's no planning for this. We're, we're in a kind of crisis situation. So I don't know if I have any predictions. I feel like it's obvious to say that, I don't know if this is going to happen sooner or later, but I, we're definitely going to see Sinjin soon-ish, you know, that's the feeling I'm getting And I can't decide if I should play that smart or fun for the story. Because fun for the story is I try to disguise myself and go in there. Smart is I don't go at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, if there's a meeting, I'm like, no, 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 (laughs) no. I should not be there.
5: (laughs) Because we all know avoidance is a key... Tenant of all of Jess's characters in all of our shows.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Avoid the problem. It'll go away.
0: (laughs) Split the party, too. Don't run straight at the problem, head first, swinging your sword, screaming. Certainly not. That's not Jess's style. (laughs) It's a mixture of both. Turn into a dinosaur and charge right in. That's not something Jess has ever done. Oh, I'm adding a prediction. Valid takes mystic levels. Yes. I'm throwing it out (laughs) there. Just throwing it out there. That's a prediction. You are very optimistic about where you are in terms of your next level up. But (laughs) 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 Okay. You have, at this point, finished your mission to Voxa, leaving behind a situation that has been by no means resolved. Uh, But at least it's unlikely to be experiencing violence in the immediate future a- anymore at this point.
5: We Star but- Trek resolved it. I mean we solved it very quickly and went away. <laughs>
0: you resolved it very quickly and you only resolved like the shallowest end of it. But you did, but you did begin some sort of bridge by which people might start talking to each other, which is always great. So who knows what the future holds there. Maybe that community will weather the storm of the Gitteron authorities war on the Marexa Republic and maybe not. But the important thing is Y'all are going to get paid for the first time in a couple weeks. So (sighs) that is something to celebrate. This happy news has been somewhat overshadowed, though, for Friday when a message came through right before Miss Fanny takes the calamity into the drift. His sister, Thursday, who has been running the family's ranch and caring for their mother, Informed him that their mother has died. Calamity entered the drift shortly after this transmission, and it's going to take you. I'll go ahead and roll my D6. Because every everywhere that you can get to via drift travel can get to Absalom Station in one D6 days. So I roll a six. It's gonna take you. Six
4: days.
0: Oh! <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> oh great. This is what I wish I'd rolled in our very first episode.
5: Catrice Day.
0: Yeah. So you enter the drift. It's going to take you six days to reach Absalom Station. And Friday, you're sitting in your quarters that you normally share with Miss Fanny, even though most of the time you sleep on your cot on the bridge, maybe for once you desire privacy over keeping watch over your ship and you're replaying your sister's message over again. There's this image of Thursday on your comm unit, just a woman who has very similar eyes and hair to you. Uh, no, not purple skin, but, uh, she has the same eyes and brilliant orange hair that your mother passed down to both of you.
5: Gingers, baby
0: yep you are gingers and she's saying she passed last night me and monday and the kids are with her she was already not doing well without the medication anyway um is next week i don't know when you'll get this I, i know you're out of the system on a job but come if you can okay thursday pauses and her stern face is warring between emotions between grief and love as well as the ever-present resentment in her eyes that friday sees when she looks at him and she opens her mouth pauses as if thinking better of what she wanted to say and concludes her message with well stay safe out there and her image winks out
5: it, you, you see this weird combination of a smile but tears running down his cheek at the same time. Uh, almost like conflicting feelings. There is a part of him that is very relieved because he has been carrying this weight on his shoulders for a very long time of having to take care of his family. There is a sense of freedom that is coming with that. But at the same time, he feels very guilty for having that feeling. So it's just this constant rocking back and forth and rocking back and forth. And you see him start to take out a data pad and he just starts entering in a lot of data and starts trying to write out what he's thinking. I think that's where he's at. I think he has an idea of what he wants to do now and think he's ready to talk to the crew about it.
0: What about Saren and Miss Fanny? Um, Friday has requested that everybody come to the bridge. Saren, I know things are still things are probably still a little weird between the two of you right now. After talking on Voxa, and Friday has been kind of holed up for the past day or so, um, so you probably haven't talked. Do you? Do you come?
1: I'm actually kind of thinking Saren probably doesn't. I've been like I've been mulling this over. You know. In my mind, and I mean, Saren is not mad at the captain, not really. I think she certainly like blamed him, you know, for things, but is more ashamed right now and is trying to avoid and hope that everything dies down. And in my head, like after fixing Ballad up, making sure that Ballad was doing better, she's just has actually locked herself in the uh, the engine room. Has like a bedroll uh, between the power core and the drift engine, and is just like, you know, laying there, staring at the ceiling, counting, counting holes in the ceiling. Um, you know, being kind of warmed and like nestled in by the by the engines. I think that G's still so stuck emotionally, even knowing what it, what happened to you know Friday's mom. I don't know that G wants to be there at the conversation. What Saren does when Captain calls the meeting is she does go to stand right behind the door to the common area so that she can listen in without actually being like in the room.
4: During that period of time where you're secluding yourself, Ballad has definitely been like coming to visit sort of frequently just even if it's just to knock on the wall or the door and sort of say hi they know that Saren is having an intense emotional time, so they're not trying to intrude, but they do want to make sure Saren knows that someone is thinking about them. And I'm sure Miss Fanny has also extended that. And, and you know, I don't know how... I'm sure both Friday and Saren are having, like, parallel they are sadness non-witties. times. <laughs>
0: So it's also, it's a bit of Ballad and Miss Fanny in the middle of just kind of, wow, two of our crew
4: members are
3: exactly. a little
4: wrecked exactly.
3: at the We're moment. We're both like
4: orbiting around Miss Fanny and, and Ballad, sort of giving each other looks and going back and forth between the spots and then otherwise just doing ship stuff and then like going leaving and looking and at each other outside <laughs> their respective door. Oh my gosh, you totally <laughs> are reading
2: my mind. Both of you are reading my mind. I am visualizing um, you know, Fanny and Ballad, you know, physically passing each other with that look. Uh, look. You know, Miss Fanny's fully at at full hit points. They haven't been in combat for a while. What I'm picturing for them also while this is going on is, and I'm picturing some Restless Nights of flashbacks. She's been in wars, combat. And although when she transforms, she absorbs and is in that moment to fully live, Um, That experience, like the aches and pains, definitely she's had aches and pains in other forms, but they're very different when she brittle[s] her own bones and has limited her mobility. (laughs) Maybe a ballad in them are now, you know, playing cards in in between, checking checking their (laughs) telemetry information, make sure they're on course and doing that kind of day-to-day ship stuff that maybe the captain also does. And, you know, maybe some of the out-of-engine stuff that Saren does.
5: Uh, sorry I've been out of it for the last uh, little while, y'all. I, I've i been given a lot of thought, and uh, here's the thing is, my family is very far away. They are in a solar system outside of the pack worlds. There is no way we can get to them in a reasonable time. Well, I'll have to find another way to kind of honor my mom. It will not be going home, though. I do want to thank you all. I know you worked very hard to try to help me get through this, get Edgecorp satisfied so that we can get her uh, the medicine she needs to keep going. But this isn't on any of us. This isn't even on me. Edgecorp, we have all given them devotion. We have all given them loyalty. This is how they showed that. Instead of realizing that shit can go bad no matter how hard you try, they just take. And that's what they've done to all of us. They just take it away from us. They get us barely surviving. They get us barely going. Slaves to what they give us. And you guys have all said something along the lines of, why don't we just leave? And we all know the reason to be that, because we just don't have the money to leave. But here's the thing. We just got quite a bit of credits for uh, selling those little guns. I think it's time we break away. I think we go do our own thing. I need to do this for myself. I would love all you guys to come with me, but I totally understand if you don't. I've created this slide deck (laughs) here. It's about 34 different slides (laughs) about why we should do that. But uh, I'm not going to go through that right now.
0: My
4: goodness.
5: But uh, if you guys want to look through that, you're more than welcome to. I'd really love to see you guys come with me.
4: Once Friday is done with his speech, Ballad just slams their hands on the table and stands, and they have a huge, grit, like wild grin on their face. All right, what do we need to do? We need to—I think we need to like get the EdgeCorp tracking out of the ship. I'm sure we can hunt that down. Let's do it. Let's let's leave EdgeCorp.
5: <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of questions we need to get figured out, or we need to ask and get figured out. Luckily. We're in the drift for a while, so we got some time to figure things out. It'd be really nice to have our, uh... And he kind of raises his voice, technological person around
2: to help out. Well, Captain, like you said, we have time to figure it out as a group. And uh, I'm here to support you and the rest of the crew. And if that involves a change in scraping off some serial numbers off of the hole Uh, heavens knows I (laughs) haven't done that in quite a while I think I might have already burned those off (laughs) (laughs) we're already ahead of the game it seems I'm with you captain Oh, well, I think
5: the first thing before we do anything is, uh, you know, before, you, before most of you come along, uh, relate Tarika and I have been friends for a very long time. And I think one of the first things is I need to reach out to her. Cause this is something we've talked about doing, uh, together. And you guys see, I want to see what she has to say and get her, get her thoughts. Uh, cause we will probably have to procure another ship.
1: Saren is still standing behind the door and, has covered your mouth and is just crying silently the teardrops of of light sparkling beneath your skin Baby. Uh, be- because i mean she is having a reaction right she lost your own mother really and then the, then the captain um talked about being drug addicts your mom is an active drug addict and and so she's just having a lot of reactions to all of this right now you know she doesn't say anything but she's on board with like leaving and is just not unlike the captain is not ready to has not dealt with things is is not ready to just move on as quickly as he is
0: not as like neatly compartmentalized yeah. I, I do love the idea of like the kitchen door like, swinging open just a little bit and one crystalline hand coming in with like a thumbs <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no 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 I know Jam-bot. I know that doesn't
0: happen it just it just cracks me up Jam- Jambot
1: comes out Jambot <laughs> comes
0: out <laughs> oh, like, that's Sarah just so badly can't be perceived right now she is going through so much internal turmoil so Jambot is your stand in
2: yeah is your proxy? Are they playing Children of the Revolution? <laughs>
3: <laughs> if yes. oh
1: uh, they're playing, we all lift together, and <laughs> amazing, <laughs> yes. um, incredible. That's where Saren is at in response to to the the captain's speech.
4: So. Ballad looks pretty bummed at the fact that the captain said they'll have to get a new ship. She kind of just kind of a yeah. half brown. Why can't we you know, like I said, scrub this one, make it so they can't brick us uh
5: i've I've given a lot of thought, and nobody loves calamity like I love calamity, but here's the thing is, despite our best efforts, she doesn't have much life left in her. She's been around for for a while, she's literally fallen apart at the seams, and I think, as he says that, like a shelf just falls down in the back, <laughs> you know.
0: One of your panels
4: just blows off. Uh, yeah.
5: No, uh-huh. no, Saren would not have let that
1: g- get to that point.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, but Saren's been uh, secluding yourself.
1: For a day.
4: For a day.
0: That's all it takes. That's, that's, this ship is in that rough a shape. That's Dang. why it's called the mechanic. It takes a day off.
5: Uh, and, and here's the other thing, y'all. We've been under the protection of Edgecorp. A lot of people do not attack Edgecorp vehicles because they say they're Edgecorp vehicles. If we in that relationship, we have no weapons. We have no way to defend ourselves. Um, yeah. I think we have lots of potential, but I think the first thing is to get Tarika, get a hold of Tarika and see what she has. Just to tide us over maybe a kind of a middle middle area. But I like that idea as well. But... Here's the thing: We are going to do. Calamity's coming with us. If not the ship, at least it's in spirit. And we're going to take that name, and it's going to come with us. Whatever we move on to, and uh, it will be. Our, it won't feel the same, but you know, we'll make it. We'll make it feel like home.
0: Here, here. I'm going to say that after your conversation, things pass relatively uneventfully. You go on the ship, uh, potentially start cleaning stuff up, potentially start saying goodbye and uh, building off of some of what we had already had going on with deciding to officially deciding to leave edge corp. I imagine that slowly Saren may have been coming out of Jerome a little more might be seen around the ship a little more. Uh, Do you and Friday talk at all?
1: Saren won't approach friday but if friday wants to approach her she's
5: she's not gonna run away i think friday's trying to give sure the, the space she needs and at some point the list just gets so long of the things he needs that he realizes he's just gonna it, he can't give sure any more space so he comes up and hey Saren. i I, i've been trying to give you your space but this this list is just getting a little too long um i just want to let you know there there's no hard feelings with me and you um and that doesn't (laughs) mean that your feelings are are however you're feeling about things uh doesn't mean that we don't need to have words about it later but this list just get mighty long can we can we work through this can can we work together and uh, we can we can kind of work things out later or do we need to hammer some things out now
1: I, I'm not sure what you mean by hard feelings. Um, I can take a look at that list, and I, I don't know that we need to hammer anything out later. Um, it'll be fine.
5: Wow. <laughs> oh, Saren. Freddy does the dog head tilts, and... Uh, <laughs> 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 if that's what you need right now to th- to, to believe that's true, then uh, okay, I'll, I'm going with it. We'll... we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> Uh,
0: Filing that away,
5: like <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Sarah doesn't need to know, it's a future discussion. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I got here about about fifty six items that needs to needs to be worked through, and uh, you're you're the person for them. You think you can get this done in the next uh, I don't know three days?
1: Three days, Captain. Why didn't you tell me about these yesterday? I totally would have went working on You would just approached me and told me about them.
5: I go, what you, why were you avoiding me? <laughs> You're right. I was uh, totally avoiding you. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, you, you know, you know how it is, Sarah. I, I, uh, I, you know, my mom died. So I've been kind of a little off kilter. So oh my god, oh, I played that card already! <laughs> Damn.
1: Saren's face g- just goes like deeper blue, and is like, oh right, that's right, Captain. I'm sorry, I wasn't considering. Um, yeah, I'll take those off your hands right now. <laughs> she takes the list, however, it's being proffered to her, and just like walks away to work on the first thing.
0: <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> love this so much because I identify with it so hard. I said some things. I haven't really processed why yet. But it's fine. We don't need to talk about it. I'm doing great. We're Things are groovy and everybody's happy. And this, it's fine. I don't need to talk about it. Okay, so after that, really productive moment of healing and coming together and talking about your feelings and concerns. You emerge from the drift (laughs) (laughs) Uh, about six days after you left Voxa. I imagine that you probably sent a message to Tarika that the job was done right before you entered the drift. And she has arranged for your payment to be sent from Taos Jarzid in the meantime, Minus the cut for his silence about seeing ballot, of course. And you each have fifteen hundred credits to play with now. <gasps> oh my lord! Which is more money than you've seen in ever at this Edge job. Corp
5: isn't gonna see a goddamn dime of it.
0: Gun running is <laughs> extremely profitable.
5: I, I have some moral reservations about this stuff, but damn, that money's nice.
4: Decent eh, you know, we did what we could to make it so they wouldn't really see use. Hopefully. <laughs> totally! I've been running dangerously
2: low on chicka oil. Uh, I didn't know that was able to go on an, another week. It, it, did you say chicka chick-a-chicka oil? chicka chica oil. <laughs> chicka Oh, that's uh, retcon. I like that one better.
3: (laughs) God,
0: (laughs) you have appeared on the material plane around Absalom station and almost immediately, almost as if she was watching for (laughs) your signal, Tarika hails you.
5: Uh, Tarika, darling, how you doing? How's that fur?
0: Oh, Friday. Got the job done
5: for once
0: yes. yeah that's great that's fantastic news like this will set you up so well I don't know well the higher ups have been asking a couple questions about you know your your take from various jobs so I don't know I don't know if you want to send a percentage in uh or or all of it or or keep all of it and try to figure out the rat like what's um what should I put in my report, basically, is what I'm asking.
5: Well, Tarika, you know how we've been talking about uh, kind of going our own way? Yeah. I-, I think it's time to pull that lever.
0: right that's a pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, what? I mean, we've been, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we've been talking about it for years, but I I don't know.
5: If it's a pipe dream, if it explodes, at least it's going to be of our own making.
4: If anyone can do it, it's us. Valid does that thing where she like (laughs) pushes her head into the into the frame, (laughs) like shoving fat Friday out of the way in her excitement. Tarika's big, beautiful
0: brown otter eyes narrow. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I'm not excited and and I would never want to crush your dreams, old friend, but are you okay? this is very unlike you I thought don't you need the don't you need the insurance
5: Uh, not anymore
0: oh wow she just her eyes are just like full of so much warmth and sadness because she like you you and Tarika are old friends you have told her all of your woes over the years. You have gone and gotten out and gotten wrecked at countless bars together. And she, and she's like, she, she understands immediately what this means.
5: So he immediately flips the script and goes, but I made a slide deck and he sends it over to her. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, okay. No, no,
5: no but nobody here has looked at the slide deck, but you know, it, it,
2: it's oh. a, it's a plan. Sensing. It's Miss Fanny just. It's about thirty slides and gives like a big smile that I'm sure Tariqa could decipher. Like Tariqa's picking
0: up what you're putting down as far as not wanting to talk about it. Uh, as you know, being stuck in the drift
5: for six days. Uh, we were able to get a long list of stuff done to uh, to handle our little problem uh, of you know sep- huh. you know how it is to separate from EdgeCorp. It's not easy.
0: Well, no, they definitely give you the runaround. Okay, all right. How about this? I'll send them a preliminary report. Look this over, and we can decide the best way to try to get out of this.
5: <gasps> we like can fake play. our own deaths. Yeah, you know, maybe it ends with us <laughs> blowing intense. up Calamity.
0: That would, <laughs> that would be,
4: the nuclear option. Um, it's going great for me.
0: <laughs> well, well, except Tarika, we Tarika. just looks more and more confused. Yeah, <laughs>
5: we wouldn't we would we blow up LA We'd be blowing up BD five one four.
0: Yeah, please don't do anything to that ship. I've. We're gonna get out of it. Like, gotta leave the assets intact. You know what I mean? Mm. I guess. Anyway, while I'm looking over the business plan. Um, uh, we might actually have a lead on on a new job.
5: That'd be good, because, I mean, we got some decent credits from this last one, but I don't think that's going to last this long.
0: Well, probably not, especially if we're going to need a new show. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out the details. I'll work on it. Um, Lord St. John's looking to talk to you in the meantime. Uh, by now, he's got to know how things went down in Boxa, and he must be pleased, because, well, he wants to talk to you about a potential business opportunity.
5: Friday just dead stares into, into Ballard's face.
4: Um, Ballad taps her palm and uh, there's a mask on her face. (laughs) Before it raises, you see her mouth just quirk into like the weirdest, like, Mm. uncomfortable (laughs) smile. Uh, Mm. Miss Fanny
2: gives you the, oh, I really want a metal face, but goes back to their controls. Mm -hmm. Hey, Tarika,
5: I got to put you on hold for one second. uh,
3: Oh, okay. uh, We'd love to meet (laughs) him. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We <laughs> love <laughs> to meet him <laughs> He sounds like a great guy
5: <laughs> Uh, Ballad Uh, what do you think?
4: Oh Um <sighs> Captain This is <laughs> I don't I mean, know, we, man
5: I, We could keep working for Edgecorp, I guess
4: no, 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 no no no, no, no. I have... hmm... Sinjin is extremely smart. and when he is using his smarts... Okay, fine, I'll be honest. He's, he's a conniving piece of work he's manipulative he's shysty he's really good at tricking people and i just get this feeling like this is maybe
5: like we're pieces on a chessboard
4: yeah 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 exactly that and i kind of like don't fully trust that he trusts that even say tars did not tell him anything it's still very well possible that Sinjin did not believe that and now fully expects when he calls us in that I will be there. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, even if I don't come to whatever meeting we have, he's going to send someone. I guess we don't have a choice. Ultimately. (sighs) Not if you like (laughs) money. Do you like those sweet, sweet credits? (laughs)
3: here's what i'm thinking
5: bellad is what he doesn't know is you're a queen and you're way more powerful than a king so uh and he's gonna just keep coming after you and coming after you your reactions are reactions to downright abuse in my opinion obviously the guy's stalking you he doesn't get the he's
4: never no that's listen do you want to I can tell you the whole story. He has never once abused me, Captain. Let's be clear on that. What he has done is hurt lots of other people. Not because of me. Never because of me. We hurt people...
3: Maybe instead of you...
4: No, let me be honest. We hurt people together. And then Ballad goes really quiet and just gets this shame in their eyes. We hurt... A lot of people together for a long time. And I told myself it was okay because they were evil. Knowing that I was making room for an even more evil organization. That's what we did together.
3: Well,
5: but you're, you're hiding from him.
4: I told him he's not stalking me because he doesn't know I ran away. He thought, I lied to him when I left. I told him I would be on AS waiting for him.
5: So, what would happen? How would he react if you decided not to go back to him?
4: I don't know. I have no idea. But that's what's scary. I don't, I can't face it because I'm scared I'll go back to him.
5: Um, well... I don't think that's going to happen with us because we got your back, and I don't mind hauling your ass away from it if you start going down that way. That <laughs> <path>. <laughs> I'll if I have to carry you on my shoulder into this goddamn ship or whatever ship we end up on, we'll do it.
4: I can stay strong. I can stay strong. It's fine. We can meet him. It's just he's he's powerful now. He got the power he told me he was going to get so that he could protect me from the GL. It's what I, in a lot of ways, it's what I've always wanted Friday to just, it's so much easier being, Ballad looks like a little crazy right now. Actually, (laughs) they're starting to get this look in their eyes. That's just like unhinged because she wants life to be fun and it doesn't feel fun right now. <laughs> She's going off like I said. She's saying all this stuff and like it's becoming really clear what drove her here was fear for the people she cares about, but what will would drive her back is knowing that those people are going to be fully protected if she does go back. Um but she also I think as she's saying all this stuff and like, it's probably very concerning for everyone They're Like, this is not something Ballad has revealed at all. They, it would all be so much easier if they did just go back to him and this gives them the opportunity to just run back to him. But as they're talking, they, they see, I think the reactions on your faces and they realize you're all people they care about too. And just immediately they, they lower their mask and they're frowning and they say, I don't, I guess I don't, it would be easier, but I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to be that person anymore.
5: Valid. The reason why I want to go off on my own is I want to be with people I care about and I don't want to be under any masters anymore. I want to be my own person. I want you all to be your own people. And if going back to Sinjin and doing some work for him doesn't let you do that, doesn't let you be free and happy, then I don't know if we should do it, but Also, here's the thing is, us being on our own, it's going to be a little hard work up front. Hell, it might be a lot of hard work all the time, but at least we're going to be our own people. We're not going to have people above us yelling at us because we didn't clock in on time, or we didn't take a lunch break when we needed to take, or docking us because, you know, we used the wrong
2: form.
4: Or threatening our families.
2: Yeah. Well, Paladir change doesn't come easy, that's true. Um, Are you, the change that you've made just in the last several years have, well, you don't have to answer this, but ask yourself, maybe have they yielded the results you wanted? Maybe even if it was a small step, was it a small step towards something that you and not anybody else wanted and if so I think that's a step in the right direction and if not you control your own change and and no one no one else except except the form if that's (laughs) the form that you've chosen because ultimately that is still you and probably has that look of oh crap, was I talking to myself? And
3: just <laughs> slowly, <laughs>
2: oh, slowly swivels around, um, you know, like, slowly enough <laughs> to just kind of give a nod and kind of swivels around no back to yeah, real is check- real and. <laughs>
5: And I'm going to add one last thing. Here's the thing is I might be captain of this ship and probably wherever we go from now on. But moving forward, we're all partners. We're all equal in this. So, Ballad, it's up to you. If you don't want to take the job, we won't take the job. But I'm going to let you make that decision for us.
4: Ballad steals herself and she seems to be thinking about a lot of things in the span of a very short amount of time. I met all of you, and I realized that the only thing I've ever wanted, truly, was to protect the people I care about, and I've just been running on this autopilot of finding new ways to preserve myself and preserve them like a cornered animal, but the only way I'm gonna change, and she gives uh, Miss Fanny a meaningful look. Is if I make myself change? So, I I can see him, and I can say no to him when he asks me to come back.
5: Okay, Tarika.
0: God, I was on hold forever.
5: (laughs) I just imagine that scene in Ratatouille where they like the guy wants to see the chef and they're arguing in the window.
4: (laughs) Uh You just see Ballad pacing around like.
0: (laughs) That's that's what Tarika sees. (laughs) Just just shooting Ballad a very concerned look. You feeling up for a a face to face?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I want to I have such a long story for all of you at some point.
5: <laughs> story time with ballad. It's great. Come at a nightly thing.
3: Well, he's uh
0: <laughs> he's staying at uh King King Kearney's Casbah out in the Armada. So, you know, ballad lets out a bunch of
4: curses. <laughs> <laughs> She's. Just, it's like, I, I'm ready for this, but also, frick, I'm not ready. <laughs> uh huh. You were hoping for Sarah, like a couple of
0: days of drift travel to like compose yeah. yourself.
4: <laughs> it's exactly that. Exactly that.
1: Saren reaches out a hand and places it on Ballad's arm and just says, He has no power over you.
4: Oh, Ballad gives Saren the like warmest smile and squeezes your hand.
5: Oh. Let's get this show on the road, shall we?
0: You turn Calamity out towards the Armada, which is Absalom Station's unofficial fifth sector. It appears quickly on the view screen a vast and shifting swarm of ships, both transient and permanent, that constantly orbits Absalom Station. And the four of you have done enough living on the fringes in one way or another to know that most of the folks who live out here, undocked but nearby are doing so because they can gain many of the benefits of living on Absalom Station without being subject to, say, taxes or other laws. And uh, there are ships that constantly raft together to make black market deals, and some of these conglomerations have become permanent, forming tiny space stations of their own. Still, the majority of Armadans are simply independent ship crews who feel safer keeping to themselves or aren't interested in paying recurring docking fees. And the government of Absalom Station is, uh, you know, pretty content to let ships remain out there indefinitely so long as nobody causes any trouble. Because they kind of appreciate the convenience of having some of the less savory elements of their society, like literally separated by a mile of hard vacuum. It kind of works out for everybody having this place out here. So, as you get closer, you see King Kearney's Casbah coming up, and it's a strange amalgamation of large freighters and smaller vessels that have been welded together to create a maze-like casino, brothel, and drug den. Oh, that sounds fun. It is fun, and dangerous, but mostly very fun. As you get closer, you are hailed by their docking AI, and you are directed to a dock, and... As you exit your airlock, you are met by a drow woman with a very stern face. She has long silver hair and swirling blue tattoos on her pale lavender skin.
3: Uh
5: okay. quick question: Does Ballad come out as Catgirl Cat, Girl Cat
0: Ballad? Excellent
4: question. Yeah, Ballad, are you disguising yourself? <gasps> this is such a hard decision. Yeah, full-on, Sinjin knows all of the forms she has programmed. At at present. There is no form he hasn't seen. So, yeah, she comes out as pink cat girl. Valid. Nice. Love it.
5: Freddy goes, I'm kind of disappointed there isn't a tail.
4: Valid gives him a look. Like a withering look. (laughs) I mean, they're great for balance. Oh,
2: never mind. Never mind.
4: (laughs) I'm sure I wouldn't know anything about it. Valid also gives Miss Fanny a look, but like a
5: Hello, ma'am. How you doing? Friday, Francisco, we're here to meet with uh, Sin. Sin, and he takes, he like takes a pretend note quick out. Oh, yeah, Sinjin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, you're so pretty. (laughs) The drow woman nods at all of you with a a especial like small smile at Saren for saying that she was pretty because she is and she knows that. Well met. You are the crew of the Calamity?
5: That'd be us.
0: Wonderful. Right this way, Lord Sinjin is within
5: what is he lord of exactly
0: she just gives you a small smile and, and uh just declines to answer and as you walk through king kearney's casbah you are instantly bombarded by sights smells tastes there's a live band playing an assortment of strange instruments from across the galaxy jamming with a chilled rhythmic thrum if anyone makes a most wisely cantina joke i will slap you
3: <laughs>
1: uh, what is that?
0: Excellent. No, We're move on. no. The air is full of smoke from a variety of illicit substances and the layered murmur of clandestine deals going on in the shadows. And members of many unusual species from near space and the vast fill the establishment. There's a squid-like mm. Ijtikri crawling on top of the bar to order a drink. And across Ooh. the room, there's a leafy Goron and a peaceful fur-covered Neskinti passing a dose of hyperleaf back and forth between the two of them. And then in a darker corner, there's a masked Embry negotiating with a strike team of Vesk commandos. Every species you've ever heard of is present in this room in some way. Even Saren doesn't even stick out, especially. There are like one or two Shimmering in here. You don't really have time to talk to anyone or or take in much of the scenery because Deminda is maintaining a pretty steady pace. She's moving across the large chamber to a bulkhead door guarded by a pair of drow women. And the door opens as she approaches. And beyond lies a sumptuously appointed chamber with a central rectangular table at the head of which sits a handsome and very familiar to ballad drow man. And he looks
4: like this. Khaled is leaving (laughs) Khaled's going back (laughs) To describe
0: for our audience Sinjin is very handsome Sinjin is tall He is dark purple He has these really full lips That are sort of quirked in a little smirk And he's got this long Silver hair
2: Look at that jaw
3: Mm -hmm. Mm. A
0: strong jawline And he's also got a circlet On his head with a large red stone In the center the same type of redstone that Taos Jarzid was wearing. Back on Apistak.
5: Sinjin, hi. My name's Friday Francisco. It's a pleasure to meet you.
0: Ah, Captain Francisco of the Calamity, correct? That be it. He smiles at you, nods. His eyes immediately go right to Ballad, who he smiles even more warmly at. Says like,
5: This is my crew. That's Ballad. That's Fanny, <laughs> and that's Saren.
0: Oh,
4: the fact that you're uh, introducing of course. me. <laughs>
2: Stop. pleasure.
0: At last we meet. Uh, please do sit down. Draws out the chair nearest to him and motions for Ballad.
5: Friday sits in the seat.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ballad was literally like just about to sit in it, and then she just kind of takes the other seat nearest him because she knows. It's just not it's not in her to hesitate as much as she is. She knows she's going to walk away from this away from him. But Mm. in the moment, she just like wants to take any opportunity to be near him. Honestly, she looks really like different from normal. She, she just doesn't, she still is, has her, I don't know. She still has the same aura around her, but there's this look of like longing that mm-hmm. she can't help but have around him when he is smiling at you like
0: Ugh, don't don't do this to me he speaks to you and in drow he says it warms my heart to see you so well
4: yeah um me too actually yeah and, yeah, she she's she just bites back. She wants to say so much more, but she bites it all back. Mm-hmm. He looks around the table and says, Well, to business. Uh,
0: Deminda, he motions for her. She comes and she starts pouring a rich apostate red into everyone's cups. And Sinjin lifts his and holds it up, says, A toast to a job well completed. Uh, sure to business Mm -hmm.
5: to business
0: (laughs) (laughs) to business
5: (laughs) Uh, I don't suppose we could get some peanuts
0: (laughs) oh my god maybe later (laughs)
2: Miss <laughs> Fanny slides over some peanuts that she has in her purse. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I knew you could package. Yeah.
0: As, uh, as you're all, as you're doing oh, that, Jesus. Uh Sinjin takes a sip from his cup and continues I heard some of the story from Commander Vash, who contacted me to confirm his receipt of the goods. I must say, your style is unusual for Evangenia Jemison employees.
5: Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, fortunately, I have need of a team that has a certain amount of moral authority and are able to think creatively. And your actions on Voxo prove that you are exactly the sort of team that I'm looking for.
5: Moral authority, huh?
0: Yes, I hired you for a fairly standard job. You were just supposed to go in and drop off the weapons, collect payment, and uh, leave. And instead, you stayed and assisted the entire community in putting down a rather frightening undead creature and rescuing a local miner. Not exactly a standard detail of most cargo drop-offs.
5: Well, yeah, because we were doing something I didn't feel too good about. So if I could kind of ease my own our own uh, moral qualms that it made a little easier, not something I want to do often gun running
0: he leans forward, steepling his fingers, and says that is exactly the kind of crew that I need for this next job. I assure you it's uh not not weapons delivery in this case
5: uh, as long as it pays well and you know, doesn't have us having to go kill a bunch of people and he just eyes ballad real quick. Uh, I think we'll be, I think we'll be good.
0: He smiles and uh, you can see he's got a full set, very shiny, very straight white teeth. It's a very charming smile.
5: That's a very charming (laughs) veneer. You got there.
0: He, in (laughs) fact, I don't think he doesn't actually have that ability mechanically, but, uh, (laughs) but it's a very similar Mien.
5: Friday shoots it back and his has the ting and his and and just to kind of try to one up him a little bit Uh
0: nice nice I love that it's two very handsome men just pinging back and forth between each other two purple boys (laughs) just two purple boys (laughs) just two purple boys (laughs) I'll get straight to the point with my offer what is your level of um job satisfaction with the company
5: um
0: garbage
3: <laughs> Indeed.
5: <laughs> uh, I, I have some uh, moral quandaries with uh, EdgeCorp myself. That, needless to say, we might be parting ways soon.
0: Understandable. He looks
4: directly at Valid. And you? Yeah, I'm definitely not staying with Edge. That was mm. a temporary solution. Yep.
5: Yeah, she's part of our crew. We're all gonna we're all gonna go into business for each other with with each other.
4: I
0: see. Well, I have spent uh, quite a few credits lately ascertaining certain information about EdgeCorp, and if you're willing to go against the company, I've discovered that they have made a bit of a breakthrough in hybrid null space technology. Uh, they're not. It's not a new concept, but no one's been able to figure out how to make them bigger than a few feet across. It's it's essentially making a space larger on the inside than it is on the outside. Your friends at EdgeCorp, however, led by a, a woman named, oh, uh, Al- Aline Resora, have cracked. Miss <laughs>
2: <them. laughs> Fanny totally spits out her wine. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you okay there, oh, Fanny? Geez. I know this wine isn't like as good as the stuff you're used to, but uh, I mean, I think it to... went
2: down the um, the uh, third pipe.
0: Uh, <laughs> Deminda pours you a glass of water. <clears throat> uh, thank you, dear. Ms. Rosora has helped them crack the code. They've they've discovered how to make a null space chamber large enough that it would double the size of your average starship cargo hold.
5: That would uh, revolutionize freight.
0: Quite yes. Imagine if every emergency vessel carrying supplies to victims of the swarm could carry twice the medicinals. If every starship bringing settlers to a a distant world could carry twice the spare parts and supplies. Or if a place like the station could get everyone holed up and downside twice as much room. The applications are endless.
2: Yeah, wow. Miss Fanny has a look of surprise and then a flash of just pride of, that's true, how how wonderful. And then in the back of her mind, oh, I suppose it could have beneficial applications. Of Of course, of course, that's wonderful. Pours, her, pours herself a, a drink pushes the water <laughs> away pours herself a drink gulps it in one and then refills it and then starts nursing that one
5: <laughs> you, you, you see Friday do the eyebrow raise at Fanny and you go yeah that would be uh, very interesting but what does that have to do with us
0: and Sinjin just smiles flashing those teeth again and presses a button on the table and a holographic representation of a transport starship appears in the middle of the table. I want you to steal that.
5: You see Friday get a ridiculously big smile on his face. You mean take from Edgecorp? Yes,
0: yes. This is EdgeCorp's prototype starship using these null space compartments. They're currently building it uh, on the horse-eye orbital plate near Avalon. It's called the Oliphant.
5: Well, that's that's a horrible name. But uh, besides that... Judgy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> judgy. So what you're saying is that this would provide gross financial pain to EdgeCorp if it... Was taken in and...
0: Oh, considerable, considerably. They have invested more credit more credits than either of us could imagine in developing this technology and developing this ship. What do you get out of this, Jin? I get the ship and then I got to sell it for a lot of money. So much money. So it's just for the money. You know me quite well. I am mm-hmm. very much in it mostly for the money. I'm sure Abadar mm. Corp would be interested in doubling their cargo capacity, but mm-hmm. I can rely more on their sense of fair play to ensure the technology is disseminated throughout the packed Worlds. Enlightened self-interest. Do we get enough to get a new ship? Oh, you would be paid extremely well. Abadar Corp would pay so much money for this ship. And I can give you an extremely
2: generous cut. Is, uh, is the ship in, 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 uh, in dock? Is it currently in use? And, um, I'm sure you'll provide us the details, but who's, who's currently uh, uh, piloting the ship or who's the captain?
0: Huh. An excellent question. He thumbs another button on the remote and the image of the starship is replaced by a three-dimensional holographic model of a large starship construction facility just floating in space. This is the horse-eye orbital plate where the ship is being constructed. I have it on good authority that it is very near completion. Now, no outsiders are allowed on the orbital plate with one exception— many corporations have starship construction projects there and only shareholders for those corporations are allowed to dock and move around freely, which brings me to why I needed an edge corp cargo team to complete this run. You aren't shareholders in edge corp yet, but you do all have stock options as part of your severance pay bonus structure. If, if you were to leave the company before you are fired you could redeem those options for a not inconsiderable amount of edge Corp stock. You could then walk onto the horse-eye orbital plate and steal the oliphant for me. And then, my friends, I could make you all rich beyond your wildest dreams. And you can do whatever you want for the rest of your lives. So you say. I do say.
4: Ballad looks extremely untrusting of the, this entire <laughs> proposition. She's giving a look to, to Friday and Fanny and Saren
1: this never goes poorly in any of the hollow vids I've seen. So we'll probably be fine.
4: This isn't a hollow vid. This is, you're doing this on behalf of yourself. This has nothing to do with any external influence. I have to beg the question how you got so, so powerful so quickly.
0: He looks at you extremely warmly and ballad. I'm, don't necessarily want to air out all of my secrets in front of your new friends.
3: Mm
4: -hmm.
0: But it wasn't sudden. These plans were set in motion long before you and I had even really met. That's a long-ass time ago, babe. (laughs) Indeed. I have been playing the long game, and your decision last year made me realize that it was time to become more aggressive.
5: I don't suppose you have a a schematics or what the ship looks like.
0: Oh, indeed. Yes. And he, I mean, he pulls the starship back up and kind of takes you, shows you, shows you through like a a schematic of where the null space cargo holds are. Uh, It's like, essentially I would want you to take this, fly it out of the horse eye orbital
4: plate and then rendezvous with Deminda here. This feels really convenient, the timing and all the pieces being so in place. And it feels a lot like like you said, you've been playing the long game. I would try to do a sense motive, but my sense motives. Yeah, I was about to ask you, do do you, <laughs> you
0: want to do a sense motive? Does anybody want to do I'll, a sense motive on? on I got St. an
4: Gen? I got a a negative one. So, um, other than my suspicion, literally, I got a negative one. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, so that I mean, so other than the fact that
0: you you have every reason to be personally suspicious of Sinjin, yeah. you have no reason to believe that he's lying about this.
4: I rolled a natural one, and I have a minus two. <laughs> oh, technically, that's it, it, I don't think it would matter anyways. But technically, that's not true because I'm doing some funky stuff with my. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's it it was a natural one. No, 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 it was a natural
1: one. I rolled a nat twenty for twenty-one.
4: For twenty one. Saren, out of all of
0: them, I think you might be in the best position to get a good mm-hmm. read on Sinjin. You're sort of a you're a neutral party as far as having met this man before, but you are familiar enough with the Golden League to have a sense of how these things usually play out. Mm-hmm. And okay. while you understand, especially after everything Ballad's told you, that Sinjin is an incredibly dangerous, devious man, he seems pretty sincere. In this right. case.
1: I mean, seems like as good as an option to me as any other we might have. And I mean, Sinjin, I we've never met before, but... You seem sincere to me.
5: Well, what do you say, crew? We all in?
4: Ballad gives Saren a look and sort of nods at Zher, like, I trust you then. And then looks at Sinjin and says, yeah, mm, sorry, babe. You know, I have to always question these things. I would expect nothing less.
2: Miss Fanny is swirling their, you know, <laughs> their drink before they look up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Captain. What, what, what was that?
5: We're gonna we're gonna stick Edge Corp where it hurts and steal their prize ship. You in?
4: That part at least is awesome. <laughs> I'm
2: I'm 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 in. Is there any uh information on the designer?
0: Any intel? Yes, there is a wealth of information that I can forward along. Make sure that you're as well set up as possible. I have a variety of passes that should be able to get you onto the horse eye orbital plate, especially after you have uh, You know, quit your jobs. Which I suggest doing as quickly as you can.
5: We're already working on it.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Well, raises his wine glass again. Like- Saren
1: okay. has raised raise yours as well.
0: He clinks it with
4: Saren. Like- <laughs> there you go. And
5: Friday raises his, It goes, yes, let's get down to business to beat the edge. Partnerships.
4: Valid just downs hers. (laughs) She doesn't raise it. She just downs it and then sets it down.
5: (laughs) I suspect you're going to send us all the information we need to do this well. So, uh, and uh, if there's any specialized gear we're going to need, you're going to be providing that as well, right?
0: Absolutely. I will also provide you transportation to the horse. eye orbital plate.
4: Hmm. I of course have so many questions, but I can't sit here and ask him things. Well, <laughs> all day <so. laughs> as as the rest of your crew files out, ballad what do you hang back? Just a moment. Ballad looks at her crew members and then gives them a really confident nod and a smile and says, "Yeah, of course."
2: Miss Fanny just goes to squeeze your hand oh, and gives you another pa- uh, gives you a packet of peanuts. In case you get peckish while oh. <laughs> I
0: So the three of you file out. Sinjin also dismisses Deminda and his other attendants in the room.
4: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: He he eventually breaks sort of the silence. He says, you... I understand that this seems very suspicious to you. And the timing seems off. And... Well, and to say that to say that I I did any of this for you would be a lie. You know me too well for that. As I said, these are merely the fruition of plans that I simply, not simply, I I pulled the trigger on my plans because of you. You certainly inspired the direction of these plans over the past century. And you'll help me lead it when you return to me.
4: Ballad takes a really deep breath
0: when he says that. (laughs) Well, I didn't expect you to completely disappear. He's visibly, like, reining himself in. He's clearly practiced this speech. He's clearly decided exactly what he wanted to say. He's really doing his villainous best to be understanding.
4: (laughs) He was always very gentle with me.
0: (laughs) I do understand if you need some time. Time is something you and I have plenty of still. We do.
4: But, Ballad, I won't wait forever. What does that mean, Jin? Does that mean that if I keep you waiting forever, you'll leave me alone? Or does it mean that I'm going to be looking over my shoulder? My dear,
0: you won't have to look over your shoulder.
4: Belle takes another sharp inhale and she crushes the peanuts in her hand that Miss Fanny gave her. There's just a bunch of dust in her hand now. You know what's so messed up about our relationship is that I really love you. I really, really love you. And all the things that I love about you are the things you try the hardest to bury and you become... This person who resorts to threats, who hurts people, who uses horrific violence. Do you remember what you did to that Vesk back on Akiton? You mangled him for no reason. We were on a a standard missions engine. How could you be so cruel? His eyes gleam a little bit. I don't understand why you're bringing up something god that was 50 because it woke me up Sinjin because in that moment I saw what you really were and that you weren't gonna ever change for me or for yourself you don't care about me that's not what this is really about you care about power and you care about yourself because you grew up under the heel of others so now you want to put that heel on them in my new life, I've seen that things can be different, Sinjin. We have so long to live. Why would you want to do such...
0: He holds up his hands. He's like, peace, peace. I'm... You're right. I misspoke. Oh, like I'm going to believe. <sighs> See, this is... Never mind. What? What? I really need you around. Why? No one speaks to me like this. <sighs> Never had anyone... care or pull me back. You and I have had this conversation many times. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I... I was out of line to imply anything about your friends.
4: But you meant it, didn't you?
0: Yes but I can adjust.
4: Sinjin, you're not getting it. The fact that we're just going to keep going around in this circle, and it doesn't matter that if I came back to you, you would protect my family. I would know what you were doing While I sat by, and yeah, sometimes I would yell at you, or we'd have these arguments. But ultimately, you would change for a little bit. You'd show me, oh, I'm different. I'm changing for you. I'm changing. But you wouldn't change. You never did. So that's why you disappeared for a year. Yeah, it was. Because I understood that someday we would get in the kind of fight that would lead To you hurting someone I care about. Because that's what you do when you don't get your way. You throw your little fucking tantrums. And you break people. And it doesn't matter how much, how sweet you are to me or how well you treat me. I will always know in the background you are hurting so many other people who don't deserve it. Then why come here? Why come here at all? Why are you even in this room? I came here for them. Because we need a freaking job. Because we, we're we about to be broke. Because Friday's mom died. And Edgecorp is a piece of crap and we want to stick it to them. So, yeah, it seems, like I said, a little convenient that this is the timing of this. I'm still... Happy to help you with your job. But you know what? If you're going to send people after me, after them, after Dreg, after Xavius, do it. They all knew what they were getting into when I left, when I faked my death. And my new friends, the people I run with now, are going to prove to you, if you take these actions, that we are not to be trifled with. And you know that about me already.
0: He is just sort of sitting, watching, processing everything that you have said. It's really hard to get Sinjin to display any actual anger, but you've always been great at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) there is a muscle twitching in his jaw, despite the fact that he is doing his level best to appear calm. You've laid many sins at my feet. Glad you were able to get that off your chest. There are several sins I might lay at yours, but I understand that you have some new friends you want to go get back to. So important. So go do your job and... Talk to me or don't when you get back. As I said, I have time to wait. And regardless of whatever else you may think of me or what I may do, they are temporary.
4: You know what you seem to always forget? And Ballad stands up and pushes her chair back and just drops all of the peanut crumbs on the table in front of him. And she leans towards him on the table. I have way more time than you to wait. And then she just leaves.
0: <laughs> so you've decided to take Sinjin's job. That means that you have a very important step to knock out first, which is quitting before Edgecorp can fire you. And... You know that they are very much about to fire you because you each have received a uh, an, a little email, just a little email, another email from your good friends at Edgecorp to Edgecorp personnel serving aboard Company Transport BD 514 from Edgecorp Sapient Resources Department. Subject, possible contract breach and termination shit dear employees your recent activity on voxa and subsequent failure to submit expected payment has triggered an objective ai-led investigation into potential violations of your employee contract this investigation may result in your termination edgecorp is under no obligation to share the results of this investigation with you in addition company transport bd 514 has failed to meet expected profit goals Edgecorp is conducting an internal review to determine the viability of this revenue stream going forward. In the event your company transport is reassigned, your contracts will be voided, effective immediately. Thank you for your time.
5: Screw taking it to to the the edge. edge. We're going to stick it to the edge and steal their goddamn ship. (laughs) It's time to break these ties.
0: Let's do it. You also hear from Tarika, who went over Friday's business plan PowerPoint and really liked it uh she she gives you a call and she says all right let's do it i mean i i can't think of a good reason why not to at this point Uh, you've already got a job lined up i've got some contacts of my own uh, free traders other crews uh some contacts out in the vast we could we could definitely i think make this work and uh Shan is still working for these bloodsuckers, but she's she's out terraforming some water world out in the Vast at the moment. And yeah, let's do it.
5: It's a good thing you said that, Tarika, because I already quit.
0: Oh, excellent. Good. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> she's packing up her cubicle like she's putting she's like putting her stapler checking it it does have the Edgecorp logo on it she takes a surreptitious look around puts it in her box (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) exactly exactly that Uh,
5: where do we need to leave the ship Tarika do you know
0: Uh, yes um, you'll probably be getting your instructions soon anyway but I think if you just go ahead and park it in your usual berth they'll be sending a team along to clean it out prep it ready it for whatever team ends up taking it over next uh, okay. Were you able to wrangle your getting your stock options? Because sometimes they try to, I mean, I had to have a hard negotiation. Um, sometimes they try to keep that.
5: Oh, well, we need those in order to do the next job. So uh, they're, they're going to be giving us no matter what.
1: I've got that taken care of, Captain. Okay.
5: I, I, I did pretty
1: much all the work for that.
3: Nice. Well,
5: thank you for doing that, Saren. Uh, great initiative there. I know well- all your passwords.
3: of course
0: course she does
5: I like the idea that that Ballad and I sent these nasty notes and Saren stopped them and sent the nice one off instead
0: (laughs) (laughs) not burning any bridges Uh, so in order for each of you to claim your full severance pay from the company you're each going to have to make me a diplomacy check or an intimidation or a relevant profession so starting with Friday, what'd you get?
5: I rolled a four, but with my charming veneer on, I got a plus 10, so that was 14. And then I got a plus two, so that is 16.
0: Ballot.
4: Uh, 20, non-natural. Okay, all right. Saren.
1: <laughs> Saren tried to hack into the system and oh did no. not do very well. Uh, rolled a two for a 12, plus two is 14.
0: okay. Interesting, great! I love that Saren is thinking so outside the box. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sarah's like, I'm just going to give this to myself, regardless. I
2: can't deal with people.
0: And Miss Fanny, what did you get?
2: Oh, uh, Miss Fanny was, um, you know, she's like, I know how to do this, and you know, brings up template number zero one, but you know, just forgot to <laughs> cross reference it with any law changes, and altogether got a fourteen. You no, they are a little distracted. They just figured the same template would apply a few years later.
0: Fortunately, all of you pass. It's, oh, a, it's a long day. For those of you who actually went through the process of collecting your severance pay, you spent many hours on your personal comms and the infosphere negotiating with various company personnel, getting shuffled between departments, uh, just just a big bureaucratic nightmare of people using jargon they never explain then they contradict each other but you are able to finally get your full severance pay which is you each get one build point 250 credits for fanny Saren, and friday ballad Because you're feeling so punchy today, I don't know what it is. I think that conversation with Saren, you are just on fire as far as you are taking no bullshit from anyone today. With that 20, you get one additional bill point and an additional 250 credits. You bullied those bureaucrats into giving you more money.
4: (laughs) Jackpot! That's perfect because I did, in fact, use intimidation. (laughs) Perfect. Build points go
0: into a single pool that represents the combined credit, capital, and collateral held by your crew. Way
5: to meet that intimidation security officer job there, Ballad.
4: Thanks, Worf. You know it! (laughs) Way to show Tasha
2: Yar how it's done.
0: Aye, aye. So now that you've gotten that done, we come to the end of your time aboard this ship. So we're going to go to each of you, get your final thoughts as you collect your things and
4: go to stand on the dock outside. Ballad hasn't been on the ship very long, but so to her, it's not that nostalgic, like leaving it. She she kind of just takes a look around. She didn't have much in there she basically just has her basic gear so she leaves with one duffel bag gives it a few slaps on the side as she steps out and uh walks onto the dock stretches her arms above her head waiting for the rest of them to to follow suit and also she is all pink right now she's not hiding it no more i love that for her (laughs)
0: What are you doing? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Because there was a name that came up during that conversation with Saren that made you literally do a spit take.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Sinjin Sinjin
0: makes everyone do spit takes. First at how handsome he is, and then at how mean he is.
2: (laughs) You know, they have all their bags ready around their feet and it was cinematic the camera seeing them cycle through the infosphere googling you know the name that was mentioned during the meeting and picturing microfiche like different accomplishments and anywhere they would appear in the media and kind of cycling through you know closes down maybe saves a few things on their bookmarks picks up their bags Looks around because in their time, they've made modifications when they first noticed that this place wasn't really built for different creatures. They don't know if the base template was humanoid, human, you know, biped. But with their eye, they noticed it just, I don't know, it wasn't an ADA complaint or whatever you want to call it. So (laughs) over the years, they've made small tweaks. They didn't really notice it a lot because it was a little here... A little there, because of course they normally let Saren take care of ship maintenance, but it was one of those things. Anytime maybe they were up a little earlier before making breakfast, they would try to make the ship a little bit more homey for folks that again, again, maybe weren't bipeds for other species. And they never really paid much attention to the modifications, but now is there You know, laden with bags, packing way too much than they needed to, is they're seeing the modifications, and they're really just noticing, oh, I kind of made this place a home. And that brings feelings of, oh, I, I had a home. Oh, gosh, I haven't really thought about it in such a while. They try to experience everything from the pain, from their vantage point, even being at a certain height, to smells, all that sensory input. They're so focused on being in that moment. They often forget, oh, I have so many perspectives. I have so much thoughts or I can see through different lenses but I do have my own lens and it's been such a long time that I look through it. Where, where did that time go? Holy crap. And they certainly weren't expecting to have it come at them all at once. Definitely Mm -hmm. in a place that they were not expect. Now coming to the forefront is you had a whole life and have one. It may be, an identity profile that you haven 't accessed in a while, maybe they 're clutching their their purse, knowing that their like ident chip or whatever is issued by absolutely is, holy crap that 's actually the one that really belongs to me. I unloaded a lot of money over the years on several different chips that would pass really strict scrutiny. And you know, bankrupt themselves on this very last iteration um, to make sure it would go through the edge core personnel files. But it's really the first time they feel the weight of that. You know, uh, whether it's a passport, whether it's a card, whether it's just a series of code of, oh, holy crap, I'm I'm in that purse. Oh wait, I'm not just in the purse. I'm. Oh, holy crap, that's me. It's been a while since I've viewed the world that way is it time to jump back in or they've been in combat recently and they've never experienced combat as a person of advanced age and that was a very new experience they've never had to deal with it with oh my gosh that hurts a lot (sighs) how do folks manage and that's the experience they're looking for is I had no idea. And those Mm -hmm. are the moments, you know, Miss Fanny lives for in, is she ready to let that go? Because maybe there's, there's more to discover. And, and as those thoughts continue, they're packing up, they're thinking, am I packing up because this is what I would pack up or, oh my goodness, am I packing this because this is what Miss Fanny would pack? And they've never had to worry about or think about a division in their forms because as a natural shapeshifter, they are the forms. They don't do it as far as I'm deceiving you, I'm hiding from you. They're that person and they live it. And it's probably the first time in a long time that they are really considering or that pops up in their forefront is, Oh, I'm really not eighty three, or oh, I'm actually a bit taller. It's nice. almost kind of like too much, and it's it's something that kind of like the ident chip in her bag, it's well, it's there. Um, there's a time for that later. And also probably her closing thoughts as like, kind of the camera pans away, they're in the, you know, the little tube that leads to the station is. Oh, gosh. What would I say to her? It's been such a long time. Uh, maybe she's still angry. Would she be? I don't know. Well, it sounds like they've always been good at math. That's, that's a good accomplishment. Yeah, that's great. Uh, she's doing good. Yeah. And now I'm going to
0: go steal from her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And that's probably <laughs> sorry, the last thought before the said. the door closes on the camera is that look of oh, <laughs> what is that gonna do to her? And then, you know, the Pan away. The close the the door closes. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
0: Oh my goodness. Angela, that was beautiful. I, I love I love where you take your shapeshifter thoughts. Um, T- like, that's, that's really fun. And now I love that you're, now you're standing on the dock next to Ballad fretting about resuming your old rivalry. And
3: <laughs> stealing
0: your sister's work. <laughs> We're going to move on. Saren, you're packing, you're looking around, and you've been through a lot in the past couple of days. How are you feeling?
1: Saren is... In a really complicated place. As much as Edgecore was a place for Ballad to hide, it has also been a place for Saren to hide. You know, Edgecore has been a part of your life for 15 years, seven before she joined up with Friday. As she walks onto the ship, you know, she ducks her head. To to fit through the doorway, you know, that she's definitely bumped her head on too many times to count <laughs> and traces a finger along the wall as she makes her way to, to your bunk. Most of your stuff is there, even though she's been in the engine room recently. She's thinking about your relationship with your mom, um, with Dade, you know the last time that she, she really left someone behind and how th- that time was, you know, she was running away. And this time it feels like she has something to move towards, at least, you know, trying to do something for yourself and for the others. She's not happy about how g's been handling things with the captain but is really just pushing away all of those emotions she lives in a lot of illusions and part of living in an illusion is gaslighting yourself and pretending like things are fine when they're not and um i think g continues to do that you know i i don't imagine that that there are dressers in or wardrobes in the traditional sense, but she has a few, you know, drawers with a couple outfits in them. Um, She actually removes the edge core overalls that have been the primary source of armor and outfit for the last 15 years Mm -hmm. and (laughs) folds them neatly laying them on the bed. Saren puts on this leather jacket, this black leather jacket that on the back of it is a red patch that's a starship flying off into the void uh, with the trail of fire behind it and stars on the sparkling on the back. The symbol of Waydan Dan it was Dade's jacket. She looks up um, at the shelf where she has collectibles one by one taking them off the shelf, you know, putting them in in your backpack. There's a little stuffed. Fleshy Sheeran and Vesk and Skittermander.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, What clothes she has that she's, she's taking with folds them neatly and puts them in the backpack, ignoring the fact that she very rapidly puts the photo of your mother in between, in between them to not be damaged, but just not, not acknowledging it at all. Um, and she looks up at the poster on your wall uh, that has probably been a source of contention with Ballad over the last year, uh, <laughs> yeah. as it's a as it's a poster <laughs> for the the pop star Lavegia Starshine. You know, <laughs> got it signed at at a performance on Casterville, <laughs> and uh, smiles, laughs, and pulls it down. I imagine Jambot is humming silently besides. Besides Saren this entire time. Well, Jambot, I guess this is goodbye to BD514. Anything you want to do before we go? Welding? (laughs) No, no time for (laughs) welding today, Jambot.
0: Jambot had held up one of its little little arms with like a sparking little blowtorch on the end of it, very hopefully.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe we can... Weld something real fast. You know. <laughs> Maybe weld the, weld shut the door to the bridge.
3: Gemma Give that does story.
1: <laughs> Friday's in there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god, Friday's
0: not out yet.
1: Uh, this will be after Friday leaves, of course. Mm-hmm. So Come and, back in and
4: weld. <laughs> gotcha. Uh,
1: we'll join... Uh, Maybe not the the one to the bridge, but the one to the engine room. We'll mm-hmm. weld that shut. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was Saren's spot on the ship. Yeah.
1: Now, now no one can have it but us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: we'll leave the ship. Backpack slung over one shoulder. You know, humming along to whatever Jambot is humming. Something sort of silent and soft.
0: And we finally pan over to Captain Friday who really was the first one to ever make this ship a home. Other people had lived there before, but Friday was the one that named it, cared for it, found really specific people to live with him on it, and did his best to make this a really warm, welcoming place inside a really cold, dehumanizing environment.
5: Yeah. And Friday's walking around and almost every single piece of the ship at one time or the other has been pulled open and fixed or repaired, but there's this one panel that's just never been touched. Nothing's ever needed to become off from behind it. And he knows the specific panel and he goes and he, he pops it loose and uh, goes into his room one last time and grabs his backpack I imagine it's going to be a lot like when you move at a place you've lived a long time and you just don't realize how much crap you have. Yes. Um, So there's probably boxes of stuff marked to like be taken off the ship. Maybe in his exit, he, he, he made an agreement for them to like take this stuff and ship it to wherever he's going to end up.
0: It's pretty standard procedure,
5: but he grabs his backpack and he puts it over his shoulder and takes the panel, takes a couple sifters and a really nice bottle of bourbon and he goes, <laughs> sits in the the cockpit one, one last time. He runs his hand over a ripped spot in the chair where a Vesk attacked him one time and left a gash in the chair. And uh, he sits there looking out of the window. He takes the sifters and pours two, two bourbons. He puts one on the dash and, and one in his hands, clinks the, the glass, takes a sip, sets it down, and looks at the, the back panel of this and he takes out a, a pen and starts scribbling something down uh, and then he gets out some tape and he attaches some stuff onto it and uh, well, Calamity you'll be coming with us in name but you always been a part of my family. In some ways you kind of had the spirit of my mom and just always there for me and uh, I'm, I'm gonna miss you, and I hope wherever you went, it's someplace you deserve to be. He downs the rest of the drink and he takes the panel back to the spot where it was, looks at it and what you see is two pictures, one of his mom and one of him and his crew smiling in a bar. So he looks at the pictures one last time and and looks at the writing and under the picture of the crew it says to the, the best damn crew there is and then he looks at the picture of his mom and has Fanny Francisco. I love you, Mom. And uh, I hope wherever you're going, it's a far better place than you were. And I, I hope I get to see you again someday.
0: So the four of you have gathered on the dock, overlooking this ship that has been your home for one, five, eight, ten 10 years or so. A team of Edgecorp company androids come through to lock the ship and clear out all of the rest of your belongings. You see where so long ago, Avarice had obligingly changed the name on the side of your ship from BD-514 to Calamity. It changes back. As you're all standing there on the dock, contemplating the meaning of that, An extremely cheerful, very tall Bruneri woman pops up next to you with her own backpack and box of office supplies. (laughs) Also takes up her position staring at the ship before staring at you, staring at the ship. Well, it's time to go.
5: Friday puts his arm around Tarika and go, I don't know about you, but I need a drink.
0: Oh. Absolutely. And you all begin to walk off together as Tarika keeps up a cheerful chatter. Look, whatever happens, we're in it together. And once we do this thing for Sinjin, we'll be independent at last. No one will tell us what to do. I'll find you all the work you need for a modest administrative fee, of course. And the universe (laughs) will be your open road.
5: Yeah. What could go wrong?
0: Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic (laughs) Worlds production. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the show. This was our season one finale. So we're going to be taking a two month break. I know. (laughs) It's insane. Uh, That was a lot of work. We're done forever. Wild.
1: (laughs) See y'all in two months.
0: (laughs) We're we're actually just, we're taking a two month break to prepare season two for all of you, which will begin on December 8th. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, The Fantastic Worlds Podcast, based on the Reign of Winter Adventure Path for Pathfinder 1E. There are 100 plus episodes at this point. Uh, There's plenty for you to get through while you're waiting for season two of Far Beyond the Stars to resume. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find links to access all of those things on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support the pod, which would be deeply appreciated, consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash, where you can get access to all the behind the scenes content from all of our shows and a whole extra Pathfinder 2E podcast produced exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter.
1: I'm Heidi, playing Saren Kassaris, the very sad mechanic ready to start a new <laughs> adventure you can find me uh at vamahillian on twitter and heidelon fi- hashtag 5836 on discord
2: this is angel who runs your favorite space abuelita oh but how for how much longer dot 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 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh,
4: i can be reached at espinoza 916 this is jess just your pink android cat girl who is sticking it to the man (laughs) sticking her to the drow yeah you can find me at hank the clank
5: this is friday francisco aka dustin alexander you can find me at dustin alexander where i will be contemplating what where to go next also with Fantastic Worlds, have been hitting a streak of amazing episodes, so go listen Please. to that show if you haven't yet, because...
4: You're missing out.
5: Uh, you're missing out.
4: <laughs> absolutely.
0: It is so good, and absolutely going to make you so happy. You'll still miss Far Beyond the Stars, but not as much, and you'll have so much excellent entertainment to you you, keep
1: You will going? miss Definitely. Heidi, though. Yeah, you'll miss you'll, me at you least miss until God. episode 90-something.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if you enjoy our show or any of our shows for that matter, do us a favor and help spread the word to friends and family you also think might enjoy it. Friends always subscribe to other friends' podcasts on the phone. Are you really friends if you haven't done that? I mean, steal your friend's phone
1: and subscribe to the best
0: podcast ever (laughs) made. Exactly. (laughs) Heidi couldn't have put it better myself. We'll see you next time on December 8th, Far Beyond the Stars. Boink. Boink. Pew, Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path, Fly Free or Die, is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission.
4: I feel like this is a thing with them, so pardon me for doing this, but I think when that happens, uh Sinjin probably just cocks an eyebrow and then pats his lap, and she literally does not hesitate <laughs> <laughs> and sits on his lap, but it's like... She okay. has this look on her no. face, like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I thought when you said that they like to do this, that
0: it's like they like to play the strangers game. <laughs> oh.
3: No. Like no, no. Yikes.
0: That's their kink, oh, yeah. No,
3: no,
0: no, no. <laughs> um, and she looks so stiff. She's so stiff. We can't, so we can't. Do you do you really want to do that or because like it's also <sighs> you could take that you could take like the other seat nearest <laughs> Yeah,
4: I'll take the other seat. So ballad just, yeah, <laughs> get him!
2: <laughs> Damn, got him! There! Jazz, get that him! is a fucking <laughs> mic drop!
0: Damn. Mike- Damn check fucking mate jess damn. that was a that was a that was a oh, damn good line i thought that i had bumps. some good ass lines but you were just like
3: <laughs> <laughs> you did abby, too. You had i'm some so good glad
4: ones. that was, so that like was a perfect back oh that damn. was perfect thank you abby
5: abby jess great job that oh. was oh,
4: that was oh. Like abby, i'm was like, i like watching a fucking soap opera. i'm like yeah, yeah 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 <laughs>
5: Those you know what I have to say to this? Kate Escandalo.
4: Yeah, Kate Escandalo. That was so fun. Good. Damn, damn. That was fun. you brought it. it was, thank you. Yes.
0: you're giving me vapors. You It was really hard. It was really you're hard vapors. not to break character up until the end and just feel like you fucking tell him, girl. <laughs> yeah, girl.
3: <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> oh damn.